Hi, I'm Cameron Mason, and you're listening to Quick Link Podcast. Welcome back to Quick Link Podcast, your daily microdose of pro cycling news and results from Tarmac Track and Between the Tapes. Today is show 526. For Friday the 10th of June, there's nine races on today across seven countries. Six stage races continue, one begins, there's a one-day race, plus some off-road action. Happy birthday today to 2010 tour winner Andy Schleck, to general manager of EF Education Easy Post Jonathan Vorters, and to Aji Desire's two-time Chalet Pays de Loire winner Mark Sarrow. Let's start off-road, here's Peter at PBX Scribes, with day one of the Mountain Bike World Cup round in Austria. This weekend, the UCI World Cup of Mountain Biking is in Leogang in Austria. It's firstly, there's the short track, um, which is a very important race. More on that in a minute. Um, tomorrow, it will be the downhill um, or Saturday, depending on when you're listening. And then it will be followed by the XCO, the Olympic distance mountain biking on the Sunday. Now, why is short track important and exciting? Well, it's only 20 minutes high intensity obviously it's a short track like including the title come on but if you come in the top eight you're seeded on the first line in the uh xco so you want to be top eight if not you know nine through 16 you get second row and so on so you know it's kind of important um tom peacock obviously found that out last year i mean he knew but because he wasn't, he didn't have many ranking points. He couldn't do the short track on the Friday, so had no option but to be seeded practically last for the XCO. Um, although he did work his way through, um, that was on the German course, the name of which escapes me at the moment. However, on to the women's race. Notable absentees were Pauline Ferrand-Perot, who is one of the top. Riders, I think she's second in the uh, XCC, the short track at the moment. Um, also missing was the Evie Richards. Um, I hope she can battle back from injury. Um, she's world champion XCO, so just want to see her back riding, to be honest. Um, was it going into it? Becca McConnell was leading the World Cup overall um, for XCC, so she's pretty good and hot stuff. And you'd expect from most XCO, that XCC, that, you know, short track, it's going to be a bit sprinty. Um, most of them go that way. It's just whittle down until the final lap, and then it's just all out for the finish. However, a few people didn't read that script, and this course doesn't suit it. The sort, this course is just seemingly one big uphill, and then a really confusing... Labyrinthine uh, downhill descent um, in what they called a mountain bike playground. Um, and yeah, just Luana Lecomte, a couple of laps in, just went, now nah, see you later. Just everything split up. Um, there's no real bunch that you normally get. There's no ebbs and flows. It was just a, a 20 minute time trial for everyone. Um, as I said, Lecomte went early. Uh, Becca McConnell tried to follow her, but wasn't successful um and yeah um 
line of the comp just just soloed it to the finish um seemingly with a flat tire too which is impressive because afterwards she was checking a back tire i think there was a bit of a puncture going on um she came in in first and a terpster got into second uh caroline bohe in third alessandra keller from switzerland in fourth becca mcconnell fifth cena fry sixth uh lena Kuro in seventh and the swedish champion jenny risveds in eighth they're the front row second row is stiger followed by courtney indigand yolanda neff uh, fan favorite followed by mit Navalna, um hayley batten greta seywald and lotte koopmans eva lechner is the first person on the third row to round that out all in all a tough race and in many ways, a good setup for the XCO. It, it shows who's in form on this course, where typically that doesn't happen for XCC. On to the men's. And there was a bit more of a bunch. It did kind of keep together. But in the end, you know, just good riders and good legs showed. And um, Matthias Flukiger ended up taking the win. Vlad Daskalou, who's in remarkable form, took his best ever XCC finish in a long while um to come in second um i can't oh it's uh alban in third from switzerland sorry i'm using a really fuzzy screenshot so apologize um afancini in fourth sherman's fifth marot sixth jordan Sahu in seventh anton cooper in eighth so they're going to be the front row Valero Serrano is ninth. Dubo is 10th. Nino Scherter, who seems to be coming back into form, is 11th. Caro is 12th. Rot and Vavak in 13th and 14th. De Froment in 15th. And Luca Braido in 16th. And finally, the first person on the third row will be Alan Haffley. Um, I'm excited to see how it goes on the XCO. As I said... It, this one is a rare short track in that it's actually indicative of who's a good XCO rider um, versus XCC because, for example, Aaron Gaze, or Sam Gaze, sorry, Sam Gaze was languishing, if I'm honest, down around 34th, um, where he's been winning some of these um, because he's got a, a huge engine and, and a great sprint, but he's not, not really built for as climby a course um, as this one was. Um, anyway, XCO on Sunday. I'm excited to see it. Hopefully LeCompte can double up and it'd be nice to see Schurter get to the top step. He's going to be my pick uh, and the person I'll be cheering on in the absence of Tom Pidcock. Ta-ta. Our headline race today is day five of six at the Women's Tour and a return to Pembury Country Park in Carmarthenshire to start this year's Queen's Stage. After having been the race's climax back in 2019, 2,067 metres of climbing in just 106 kilometres today, much of which comes in that second summit finish in the Tour's history atop Black Mountain near Clangadog. 15k relative flank turns away into a pair of two Cat 1 climbs just 10k apart, through intermediates at 40 and 90, which sandwich some tough undulating roads, and then into that final 6k at 6%, highly likely where the GC this year will be decided. Yesterday's stage winner, starting today with 4 seconds over Cassie Nui Adoma, Elisa Longo-Borghini, a strong favourite for today, starting at 6. 
two non-starters then, both from Yuna X, me, Nyondao Otterstad and Andorth at Island. So 83 riders departed this morning just after 11am. Establishing itself as the early break ahead of the first climb at Pontiates Hill, 11 teams represented, Christine Majeras of Esti Works, Eugenie Duval, Francis de Jure, Alicia Gonzalez, Movistar, Tiffany Cromwell, Canyon Sram, Tenniel Campbell of Bike Exchange, Alisa Patuelli of UAE, Elena Backstead of Trek on Home Roads, Talita de Jong of Live, Henrietta Christie of Human Powered Health, Carlin Swinkles of Yumbo Visma, and Marta Lack of Seratizit. Majeras the best placed of them on GC, starting day at 1.24. She also sits second in the Queen of the Mountains competition now, after being overhauled by Elise Shabby yesterday. 14 points is the gap between them, 20 points available over these first two climbs. The break initially went out over 90 seconds, but the bunch had them back within touching distance on that first climb, as the front group lost Gonzalez, Christian Patuelli on the 7% slopes. Elise Shabby then making contact with the back of the front group in a real ding-dong battle between the two women atop the QOM standings. Majerus pacing it out for 10, Shabby taking 9, just 28 QOM points available in the rest of the race now. And after Canyon Sram's big pull to get Shabby in that position, everyone behind the two contesting that line were all back together. Within moments into the foot of the climb at Kerbin, Joss Loudon of UNOX was first to attack it as the bunch strung out on the double-digit first half of the ascent. Becky Story of Cam's Basso, Ellen Van Dyke from Trek, and Michaela Harvey of Canyon trying to bridge across, Loudon with a 45-second gap as a group of around 30 riders came over the summit behind her. Shabby picking up nine points behind Loudon after the chase trio were caught. Yumbo Visma then sending Romy Casper up the road in pursuit of Loudon, Michaela Harvey going along with her. Ahead of the first intermediate sprint, Moore had joined Harvey and Casper, a dozen riders 30 seconds or so behind Loudon. In there, you had Majeras, Gutierrez, Bosoit, Williams, Dobo, Highcock, Bertizolo, Van Dyke, De Jong and Lack. After taking the preem, Loudon sitting up and waiting for that group to get back on. Surprisingly, at that preem, no attack from anyone to take the 2 and one bonus seconds, which could prove vital come tomorrow afternoon. Dobo, Highcock and Lack picked those up respectively, as they all just rolled through the line. There was a group set issue with Sophia Bertzolo, Vittoria neutral service in attendance as she continued riding, but seeing the rest of the front group distance her. The UAE team car eventually waved past the bunch as the gap went out past the regulation one minute, but a bike change was needed and she ended up back in the peloton. Van Dyke starting to turn the screw in the front group, with around 70k raced, starting to string the front group out a bit, and Basoit struggled to match that pace. The bunch had closed the gap to within 10 seconds 10k out from Klangerdog, which was the second intermediate sprint of the day, in the shadows of Black Mountain. Three riders contesting that preem, Clara Capone from classification leader Michael van der Duen, Elena Cecchini was third after being tracked by Alex Manley in case a move then went away. Riders having a tangle in the bunch shortly after, Dobo, Highcock, Campbell and Srosby down, but all up again swiftly and back moving. Francis Desjure, Canyon Sram and Trek Segafredo amassing at the front of the bunch as they headed to the foot of Black Mountain, looking after Grace Brown, Cassie Newidoma and Elisa Longo-Borghini respectively. Lorena Wiebes was first to make a surprising move as the race hit the official start of the climb, but she wasn't let to go free, and the bunch split in half as the gradient started to ramp up. Trek taking it up at the front with 4k to go, Longo Borghini sat second wheel behind her teammate Ellen Van Dyke. Through the 3k and then Longo Borghini explodes with two and a half to go, Alex Manley and Kristen Faulkner going along and the move shut down, but the Italian champion still leading the rest, Grace Brown moving up at pace in the yellow jersey. Joss Loudon then back to the front for UNOX leading the group through the 2k marker. About 18 or so riders now in this front group. Longo Borghini then goes again. Brown with her, Faulkner staying in touch. New Adoma with a potential mechanical. The move shut down again and Brown now leading the front group before Loudon goes again. Ashley Mormon Patio trying to escape around a hairpin and the front group now really starting to stretch out. Rihanna Marcus then picking it up at the front for Yumbo Visma before Mormon Pascio goes again. Faulkner leading through 500 metres to go. Longo Borghini sat second wheel. New Edoma and Brown right with her. A six rider group at the front now with 200 metres to race. 
Longobagini starting to open it up at 1.50 to go. Newadoma holding the wheel. Brown past Faulkner with 50 metres to go, but Longobagini simply holding off everyone else and grabbing the win, but significantly 10 bonus seconds. So Elisa Longobagini, the Italian champion for Trek Segafredo with today's Stage 5 win. Cassie Newadoma second for Canyon Sram. Grace Brown of Francis de Gere in third, and holding onto the yellow jersey courtesy of those four bonus seconds. Kristen Faulkner and Alex Manley, 4th and 5th for Bike Exchange. Mormon Passio, 6th. Marcus, 7th. Ewers, 8th. Story, 9th. Bertazzolo in 10th. Brown and Longo Borghini go level on time into tomorrow's final sprint stage from Chipping Norton to Oxford. Brown keeping yellow on their combined stage placing finishes. She's on 110. Longo Borghini, 134. New Doma is 3rd on GC at 2 seconds. Then Alexandra Manley is at 20. Mormon Passio, 28. Shabby, 45. Faulkner, 50. Everyone else is over 1 minute 40. So final stage tomorrow then, there's two classified climbs at kilometres 20 and 45, then come two intermediate sprints which could dictate the final classification by the time the race thunders through the line at St Giles Road in Oxford. Elise Shabby has the Queen of the Mountains jersey sewn up, so she just needs to finish. The points jersey is a closer affair with Lorena Weebies on 31 points, Longo Borghini on 30, Brown and Nero Doma both on 24. To the Criterium de Dauphiné then, day 6 of 8 and the intensity of climbing increasing once again, just shy of 3,000 metres of climbing over 196 kilometres from Rives to Gap. Col de Rousset is the first challenge of the day, a Cat 2 climb peaking 75k in, but on the lower slopes of that hilly range are a Cat 4 and a Cat 3 climb ahead of it. From Rousset, 800 metres descending to the unfortunately named village of Dai at the halfway point, then the gradient ratcheting back up again as they head on to the Cat 2 Col de Cabra. From there, it's 45k to gap, and there's a 3k long 5% kicker right outside town. Wout van Aert starting the day with a 103 lead over Mattia Cataneo. Primoz Roglic, who's been stating again that he's not feeling his best lately, he's at 106. Ethan Hayter's at 132. And no Juan Ayusu at the start today for UAE, he's got the shits. I picked up the race after the first two climbs around 60k in as they headed to the official start of the Col de Rousset climb. Seven up the road, six of them French. Geoffrey Bouchard of AG2R, Bruno Amaral of Francis de Jure, Victor Lefay of Cofidis, Valentin Ferron of Total Energies, Warren Baguil of Arkea Samsic, Pierre Roland of B&B Hotels, and the Italian Andrea Baggioli of Quickstep. They had 3.30 back to the bunch at this point. Mikhail Kwiatkowski of Ineos and Taj Jones of Israel Premier had already abandoned by this point. Roland was first over the Cap 2 climb, extending his KOM lead, moving him to 24 points. Nearest rival Alexis Viermoz on 8. He picked up the first point of the day. All safely down the other side and through the 100k point. Road now slowly starting to rise to the intermediate sprint in Beaurières, and then straight into Col de Cabra. Seen three times previously on the Tour, gap about 410 at this point. Leon Heinzke was the latest rider to climb into his team car, leaving DSM with just four. Barguil, Ferron and Bouchard, the first three, through the intermediate sprint for bonus seconds. This point marking the foot of Col de Cabra. Bunch still at four minutes. 9k of climbing awaiting them now, averaging about 5.3%. Armorel was first to lose contact in the front group, but Roland led them all over the top, earning himself another five points, putting him on 29, 21 clear of anyone else. 35 points available tomorrow, 37 available on Sunday. Through 40k to go, Dap now down to 2.45, and then news that Alexis Goujard of B&B had abandoned. The six at the front looking very much like they'd stay away, as the bunch eased their tempo, happy to let the break go and not contest a bunch sprint. So, all hours on the pointy end of the race. Into the final few kilometres then, Bouchard was first to blink, at about 4.5k out, the rest not letting him clip away though, and they stayed together again past the Flamme Rouge. 700 metres out then, and Ferron got a jump on all of them. 
Bagioli, arguably the fastest finisher of the lot, caught completely flat-footed. Ferron was clear from 300 metres out, and the other five were playing cat and mouse and not able to reel him back in, as they simply had to settle for second. So Valentin Ferron of Total Energies with the win, his first at World Tour level, just his second professional win. Pierre Roland of B&B Hotels was second over the line, edging out Warren Bagheel of Arceus Samsic. Bagiolo fourth, Bouchard in fifth, Lafay in sixth. Then at 32 seconds, the bunch arrived. Edvard Bosenhagen taking seventh from Dylan Groenewegen in eighth, Mathis Louvel ninth, and Jordi Meus in tenth. No changes in any classification. Tomorrow's penultimate stage is 135k from saint chaffet to Volgiani. Straight from kilometre zero, they go to Col de Galibier, and then roll down and on to Croix de Fer. A pair of Orgatry climbs with a 6k summit finish at 7% to end the stage. And to the Netherlands with day three at the ZLM Tour, 192.5k of it from Haithusen to Buchten, with the middle third of the stage throwing eight bergs at the riders, currently being led by Olav Koy after two back-to-back stage wins. A six-rider break today, Nick van der Meer and Roel van St. Martin Stake from Volker Wessels, Tim Beerkens of Alink, Jordi Boltz of Beat, and Jacob Eriksson of Rewell with Jack Murphy of Evo Pro for company. They were two minutes up the road after 30k raced, and that had gone out to three minutes as the front six hit the Korberg and then onto the Gullhammerberg. The race trundled along over those various bergs, and by the time the front six had tackled Marsberg, the last of them, into a flat 40k run-in, the gap was 1.30, but naturally that evaporated, and they were caught 7k out, and into the big bunch finish we went. DSM, Jumbo Visma and Alps and Fenix looking to control it, and it was the latter who got it right, Jumbo's train outfoxed by their Belgian rivals. So a win for Jakub Moretzko of Alps and Fenix, and this time he'd be allowed to keep it. Back up to second on GC for him. Olaf Coy of Jumbo Visma, second over the line, and then an impressive third for Alexander Salbri of Rual. Elio Viviani was fourth, Milan Fretin the fifth, then Wellsford, Mick van Dijker, Welton, Decline and Havoc. Coy keeps all the jerseys for tomorrow's fourth stage. It's a pan-flat 196.5 kilometres from St. Willebrod to Mielo. Now, time for someone else to talk. Let's check in with Lina, who watched Grosse Prey's Cantons Argu, a one-day shootout ahead of the Tour de Suisse, which begins on Sunday. Here's Lina. And welcome to the Radsporttag Gipping for the Grosse Preis des Cantons Aargau. Today we have 173 kilometers around Leugen. Start and finish is in Leugen along the river Aare. Two circuits, one is flat and eight kilometers long. This one will be ridden four times. And the second circuit is hilly um, with 20 kilometers and will be ridden four times. Ten World Tour teams decided to participate before the Tour de Suisse in this small race, 1.1. And among the favourites are last year's winner, Ida Schelling from Bora and Score, as well as Sergio Higita, also Bora. For Team UAE, Marc Hirschi and Kovi, among others, Agile Désert, Saint Benoit Cosnefroy, and Intermarché, Saint Alexander Christophe. Question will be if the race will be too hard for the sprinters, if they can make it over the climb, if a reduced band sprint will arrive in Leugen, or if we will have a climbers attack a few kilometers from the finish. Attacks immediately start at the beginning of the race and the break of six riders forms after they first leave Gipping. Uh, in the group is Thomas de Grand for Lotto Soudal and Simon Pelon for Trek Segafredo. Also Michael Aschbrenner for PS Binotto. Um, however, those three leave the other Pro Conti guys quickly behind. Then, 20 kilometers after the start, the group of six is together again. Yet going again in the heli parcours, Thomas de Rent rides fast and fast and fast and the group shatters again. Dominic Weiss from Zares Ruby Sauerland is the first to get dropped again, followed by Aschbrenner and Sven Littmann from Radnet Rose. 
The remaining three, De Gent, Pelot and Imhoff, who is riding for the Swiss national team, get around 7 minutes 25 from the peloton with 140 kilometers to the finish. However, Imhoff also can't keep up and has to let go and gets dropped. And the break is a two-man endeavor. Then nothing really happens for around 70 kilometers. However, it gets interesting again, because man of the day so far, Thomas de Gent, gets dropped by Simon Pelot with 75 kilometers to the finish. Remember, he made his race really fast and uh, can't keep up. Maybe he wanted a difficult race for Lotto, we will see. However, with 50 kilometers to the finish, Pelot is also caught by the peloton and the race more or less starts again. Several riders try to get away, more or less from every team. Everyone wants to have a go, but no one really um, can't get something on the peloton. 30 kilometers, attacks, 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 and everyone is caught again. Then, Clément Champousson for Agile Désert goes on a solo attack 20 kilometers from the finish and it looks like it's really going to be quite successful. Champousson is then joined by three riders um, 10 kilometers later, Zimmermann for Intermarché, Hirschi for UAE and Andreas Kron for Lotto. And then four kilometers from the finish, those four riders are joined by three more riders, Schachmann for Bora Hansgrohe, Lorenzo Rotter for Wanti and Monique for Lotto. And we get the text galore, especially from Wanti and Lotto, who have two men in this break. However, Mark Hirschi closes every gap, very dominant. He tries one attack himself, but is caught again by Georg Zimmermann, and every gap is closed by him. Really, really dominant. Then, the quiet before the sprinting storm, nobody attacks in the last two kilometers, too afraid to leave something out there and too afraid that he can't get away. But then, 300 meters from the finish line, Mark here, she opens a long sprint and goes and goes and goes and goes. And it really looks like he can't can't take it because it's a really long way to go. Schachmann gives us everything, but Mark here, she dominantly takes the win for UAE. Second goes to Maximilian Schachmann for Bora Hansgrohe. Third place, Andreas Kron for Lotto Sudal. Fourth place, Lorenzo Rutter, teammate from Mark here, she for UAE. And fifth place, Georg Zimmermann, Intermarché. And that was the Große Preis des Kantons Aargau. To the rest of today's action then, and Emilien's Janier von der Yu has won the opening stage of Tour de l'Eure-et-Loire. Excellent second place for Bob Donaldson there for Team GB. Andreas Stockbro of Team Coop won stage one of Oberösterreich Rundfahrt, which began with a prologue yesterday. The winner of that prologue, Dan Sosa of Deschacht, was second over the line today and he stays GC leader. Aldemar Reyes of Team Medellin has won the 8th stage of Vuelta Colombia. His teammate Fabio Duarte is the new DC leader with a buffer of 59 seconds. It's rest day at the Tour of Cameroon today. So the final result is Milan Cadillac of the Czech Republic has taken stage 2 of Saarland Trofeo Nations Cup. Second for Matty Brennan of Team GB, he is the new GC leader. So tomorrow brings us the final stage of the women's tour. We'll be there being a nuisance slash professional broadcast journalist as usual. There's Doisdor at Hagland and our favourite race, the Baby Giro, begins a week of action with its first stage in Gradara Marque. We'll be back tomorrow. Enjoy the weekend. See you later. You've been listening to Quickly Podcast, your daily microdose of pro cycling news and results. You can find us across social media at QuickLinkPod or you can contact us by emailing show at quicklinksports.com. Share the show and we'll be back with you tomorrow. Bye now.